Hi, this is Selena being perfectly imperfect recording episode two of my journey of homelessness, a story worth listening to. And so last week I talked about um, what it's like being in temporary accommodation and how some people see that as basically not being homeless when in actual fact when you have to share um, a toilet with a man that you possibly don't know and would not normally have shared that toilet or bathroom with, then, you know, it's not the same as not having a roof over your head, but actually it's not your home, is it? So um, one of the first hostels that I stayed in, I stayed there for seven days and um, it was kind of like, well, it was a bee um, and it was... You know, when I first got that piece of paper that said you were going to a hotel, I was like, wow, oh my God, this is not going to be that bad. I can actually do this. Um, And I was actually excited. I remember Googling it and thinking, "Um, oh, right, okay. Um, And, you know, it was near the hospital. And at the time I needed to have an operation. So it was ideal. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh my God, you know, it's, it's perfect. I'll be able to get to the hospital and so on and so forth and then when I get there it's like right okay um you know you walk through the door and the security guard um is behind a sheet a door with a piece of glass on it and you know the room was upstairs at the top room five it was and next door to me was a guy I can't I don't remember ever seeing the person that was opposite and on every floor there was like alcoves of rooms so there was quite a few rooms in it was a hotel it was classed as a hotel and it did have um people staying in it I don't know if their rooms were a lot more glamorous than mine um I don't know (laughs) I'm sure not um when I tell you more about that story then um yeah so my room um it had like you know you open the door and it had a crack in the um in the sink and I think I said last week it had these questionable marks on the wall and you know I, I had to go down and I asked him you know if he could wash the walls and clean the carpet and you know in all fairness they did that and um, the curtain was just one curtain that they cut in the middle um, and this one curtain that they cut in the middle I remember it was brown I even took a picture of it uh, and I asked if I could have the other curtain and he um, I could have better curtains that was it and then he kept he you know in all fairness to him he replaced them replaced it with another one curtain that had been cut in the middle to make a curtain and so I I remember thinking oh my god I don't think I can do this but you know I had no other options but to do it the it was the type of place that if you went for a shower um you went with your with your flip-flops on I always went with my it was just you know it was just thinking back I I can't I made it my own after the first night I went and I collected my sheets and stuff my quilt and my pillows and the the bedding was laundered like any other hotel I have to give them that but it was just it was it was one two star I wouldn't even give it two stars and there was all different types of people in there 
um, from bail hostels, um, people are seeking asylum, um, women fleeing domestic violence. Um, I assume there was this one woman, I don't know if I mentioned that last week. Um, and so I was only there for seven days, but it was seven long days. And after the first night, you know, I had to make it my own because as far as I was aware, I was staying there for the rest of my time in homeless accommodation. So in my mind, I was going to be there. I remember getting some, um, a tin, um, a tin of beans and opening it and, um, you know, eating the contents, obviously, and then washing it out and taking the, and using it as um, a plant, a flower pot. And it was summer at the time. I remember it's 2nd of May, 2017. Was the first day I spent the first night, the second night would have been, second day would have been the third. And I remember going into the park and collecting some flowers and just making it my own. When I'd come back, they'd wash the walls and the, you know, the, the carpet had been cleaned and I thought you know I'm gonna be here so I've got to make it my own I've got to um like I said I was only there for seven days and you know when I got the call and said I was moving I was very 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 apprehensive like if this is the worst well not if it was the worst if this is if this I've come into this and there's so much more went on in those seven days um, if this is this, then what's the next one going to be like? And I was almost kind of like not wanting to go, not wanting to leave, not wanting to go to the next place because, you know, there were days when I was bursting for the toilet and I just didn't go. I'd get up and go to yoga and use the toilet there and have a shower there because it was that bad. And I didn't feel as though I could complain. Not at all. Um because what, what were the other options, you know, where would they send me next? It was, you know, constantly in my mind, where would I go next? And so when I got to the next one, it was kind of like, um, right, okay. And now I remember this place because I used to live in that area and it's been there for a long time. And I remember going, you know, them taking me up to, I'd come with all my bags, plastic um, bin bags. And I remember them taking me up to the room, which was on the third floor, all these stairs. And um, I remember, I remember uh, standing at the door and the lady saying that like, this is where you're going to be staying. And I remember just thinking, fucking hell, I hope, even though everywhere it had just been done up. So I, I don't know what it was like before I got there, before it had been done up, but from what? you know all the other women were saying it was their words not mine an absolute shithole um <laughs> and I remember just like standing there thinking I, I I just hope I just hope it's not anywhere near as bad as the last one and you know for me from where I'd just come from this was like this was like a whole this was like a hotel compared to what I'd just come from. And I was so, so grateful. So grateful that it had just been done up because I can't imagine what it was like before it had been done up. You know, um, like I said before, thirty-three women sharing sharing accommodation and you know you've got to share bathrooms with these women you 
how there's a massive story about the toilets, um, which I've wrote a blog about. And, you know, so, you know, the point is, is that, that this situation can happen to everyone and not everybody, not everybody's resilient to it. It can kind of make you or break you, or you can use it as a, a reset point. Um, at that time, I was focused on getting my operation done. You know, my focus was always getting up, going to yoga, um, eating healthily. Um, I was a fully fledged vegan, like then fully fledged, you know, green juice every day, loads of water, um, exercise, yoga, the gym, con that was my focus. So I didn't really interact with anyone because I was gone in the morning and I was back um, late into the evening before I think we had to be back by two o'clock. I was never back at that time, but you know, 10 o'clock latest. And yeah, I just, yeah, but you know, it's not your home and that, you know, you make it what it is, but it's not your home. And that that is the reality of the situation. And so for people who just think that rough sleeping is everything that homelessness is, I can assure you that it isn't. It isn't just about um, people on on the streets. Those guys, that that's like the last resort. You know, you are there because, you know, you've just had enough that you're at rock bottom when you get to the streets, but there's those, and that that's really, really bad. But then there's that 320,000 people that are in temporary accommodation that isn't theirs and they can't um, they can't put anything on the walls to make it their own. And they might have been there from, I don't know, uh, six months to four years. I know somebody who was in temporary accommodation with her kids for four years and then she was moved. By that point, those kids have made new friends, gone to a new school, you know, it's, it can be, um, it can be a traumatic experience and it's important um, for people to just understand that, that being in temporary accommodation, even though you've got a roof over your head, is still mentally draining and exhausting. So yeah. Uh, I'm going to share the journey with you and I hope that if you ever get in that situation that you make I don't know how can I what I'm trying to say is is that it's important for me to make a few changes help try and make some changes on that journey for the next people that possibly are going to come through I don't believe that we're ever going to solve um, homelessness but I do believe that we can make, I do believe that we can make it better for people who find themselves homeless in those situations because, you know, it is what it is, it's there and these things happen, but making it better as a result of my own experience, that is something that I, I really, really, really want to do. So. 
if you are feeling generous or you've got a spare 10 or five pound please donate yeah and let's um, try and make it better for more people so i will continue sharing my journey ciao for now